This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1704. When your partner isn't sure they want a future with you. Part 2, by Tonya Lester of TonyaLester.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back for part two of this great post we began yesterday from Tonya Lester. I'm Greg Audino, the guy reading it to you as I do every day, rain or shine. I really like the way this post started, and we definitely left at a crucial point in this article yesterday as we prepare now for Tonya's instruction and insight. So let's jump right back in and continue optimizing your life. When Your Partner Isn't Sure They Want a Future With You, Part 2, by Tonya Lester of TonyaLester.com. In his 2012 book, Attached, psychiatrist and neuroscientist Amir Levine writes, quote, Basically, secure people feel comfortable with intimacy and are usually warm and loving. Anxious people crave intimacy and are often preoccupied with their relationships and tend to worry about their partner's ability to love them back. Avoidant people equate intimacy with a loss of independence and constantly try to minimize closeness. End quote. I wish I could tell you that if you do everything right and handle yourself correctly, the scales will drop from your lover's eyes and you'll be in the top spot. But that's probably what you're doing already, and it's not working. There's no magic formula for getting someone off the fence. But here are some ideas to keep in mind. Number one. Don't bet your future on someone else's potential. People do grow and change throughout a relationship. However, after the first year or so, a desire to share one's life, the depths of one's feelings, and enthusiasm about committing to you probably won't grow exponentially. Is what you're getting now enough for you? In her best-selling book, Eat, Pray, Love, Elizabeth Gilbert, a writer who has extensively chronicled her own relationships, writes, quote, I have fallen in love more times than I care to count with the highest potential of a man rather than with the man himself. And I have hung on to the relationship for too long, sometimes far too long, waiting for the man to ascend to his own greatness. Many times in romance, I have been a victim of my own optimism. End quote. Be realistic. Is the person in front of you who you really want? Or are you waiting for them to conform to your fantasy of who they could be? Number two. Sometimes you have to make clear what you can or cannot accept. Ultimatums have gotten a reputation of being akin to bullying, manipulating, or otherwise strong-arming someone into bending to your will. Ambivalent partners often feel victimized when faced with an ultimatum. They don't want to be pressured to change the status quo and to risk either stepping up or losing their relationship. But often that's precisely what needs to happen. 
Everyone should have a bottom line regarding what they want from a partner in a relationship. If you communicate your wants and your partner ignores them or can't meet them, you should leave. Honoring what's non-negotiable for you is the cornerstone of healthy self-esteem. A long-married couple I know likes to tell a story about the first night they were married. As they settled into bed that night, the man confided, as he had many times before, that he was having doubts. Maybe they'd married too quickly. This time, his new wife looked him dead in the eye and said, Why don't you get out right now, and you come back once you've figured it out? It wasn't the first time he'd expressed ambivalence about the relationship, but it was the last. That night straightened me out, says the man, laughing. Number three, is there any hope at all? Sometimes the person having trouble committing recognizes that they have a problem and wants to work toward change. They might feel that the issue is their anxiety, trauma, or relationship history. If they are genuinely working to figure it out, that might be a reason to hang on to a relationship somewhat longer. But there should be a time limit on how long you're willing to orient your life around someone while your own needs are not being met. Talking this through with a trusted third party, like a therapist, can be very helpful in this scenario. Commitment isn't the finish line, it's the starting gate. Do you want to stake your future on someone who you have to convince to be with you? It's important to note that a healthily attached person can become anxiously attached if they spend too long with an avoidant partner. The worst case scenario isn't a breakup, it's spending years of your life with someone incapable of being all in a relationship. Say your partner doesn't want to lose you, but isn't interested in changing the underlying dynamics of the relationship either. Then you'll find yourself tethered to someone incapable of real intimacy, who sulks in the face of any expectations, and who is incapable of prioritizing you and your happiness. You will sort of have the commitment, but no closeness or trust. This is the worst outcome. How is your story going to end? The answer depends on your tolerance for speaking up for yourself, and your willingness to risk being on your own. Don't let your partner leech away your time, self-esteem, and happiness. Our lives are determined by the quality of our relationships. Hold out for the partner who unequivocally puts you at the top of their list. You just listened to part two of the post titled, When Your Partner Isn't Sure They Want a Future With You, by Tonya Lester of TonyaLester.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And there we have it, the remainder of this post from Tonya, and a considerable amount of nuggets for us to all consider. I think what stands out to me the most is that difficult space between hope and potential, so her first and third bullets. I think so many of us live here in one way or another, certainly in relationships. No, we don't want to wait around too long for things to get better. Ideally, we don't want to wait at all. But when you see someone putting the effort in, or promising to put the effort in, or you can really sympathize with the parts of them that make progress so hard in spite of their really diligent efforts, it can be hard to know when to stay or go. So observe that space if you feel you're in it, with relationships or anything else. Know your non-negotiables. Don't be afraid to consider timelines, ultimatums, boundaries. 
Think critically about how to construct these things in a way that's fair to both you and the person or persons you're waiting on. This is how we take a more active role and keep our own well-being top of mind, instead of losing it gradually or having the risk of losing it gradually. Okay, everyone, and that's going to do it for me and another episode of ORD today. I thank you, as always, for being here and also for sharing this show with someone. That always means a lot and is super helpful to us. And aside from that, have a terrific rest of your Sunday. Be sure to tune in for our weekly bonus episode, which is live now on your feed as well. And I hope to see you over there, where your optimal life awaits.